Take your Bibles, if you would, Psalm 92. And on the topic of sharing our testimony, uh, we're going to touch on this subject matter for just a few moments. Uh, as we think about testifying and thanking the Lord and, and uh, what He has done for us, who He is, there's a lot to say about the subject matter of praise, uh, of thankfulness, especially in the Word of God. It deals with it much in the Psalms, and we're going to look at that this evening for just a few moments. Notice what it starts off, Psalm 92, some very powerful statements in this one Psalm concerning the subject matter of praise and thanks. It says, it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. To show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night, upon an instrument of ten strings, uh, upon the psaltery, upon the harp, with a solemn sound. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in thy, the works of thy hands. O Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. Look on down, verse number eight, the Bible says, But thou, Lord, art most high. Forevermore, and then slip on down for just a few moments. We're going to look at many of these verses one more time. Verse number 12, the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of, uh, of our God. And they shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing to show that the Lord is upright he is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. Notice what the Bible says in verse number 1, once again, it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Holding your place there for just a few moments, go with me, if you would, to Psalm 18. Psalm 18, I want you to, to grasp for just a few moments some of what the Lord is dealing with concerning this subject matter of praise and thanks. And uh, I'm thankful for the opportunity to thank the Lord. I'm thankful for the times in which we can testify of his dealings in our own personal lives and how he has encouraged us. Psalm 18, as you walk through this psalm, it speaks of a, a te uh, testimony or a declaration, if you would, uh, concerning David. And as you think about this for just a moment, notice what he says in verse number one. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. Then notice number two, because he goes on and he begins to give many of the characteristics of his God. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from mine enemies. I love verse number one and two of this one psalm specifically because it's as though the psalmist here is reflecting on the Lord and, and some of the dealings of the Lord in his own life. And as he begins to, to speak, he says, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. And then he begins to give some characteristics, if you would. It's been said that this has been classified as David's statement of faith. And as you think about verse number 2, it's as though in each of these he's pausing for just a moment and reminding us of each of the characteristics of our God. He says, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength, in whom I will trust. My buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. We'll call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. I read that verse right there, and it's as though he is walking through, and it's, he's just reflecting for a few moments. There are times in our lives whenever you're, you're maybe talking with someone, and, and maybe you're put on the spot, and someone will ask you right then and there, hey, describe this. And for a few moments, you begin to think on it. 
And so as you read this psalm, it's as though the psalmist here in this one situation, if we were to ask him, David, tell me a little bit about your God. It's as though he would pause for a few moments and he would say, my God, the Lord is my rock. And as he's continuing to think, he's thinking, who is my Lord? He's my fortress, my deliverer. He's my God, my strength. He's my buckler. He's the horn of my salvation. He's my high tower. And it's as though he is just going on and just praising the Lord in testimony. Go with me for just a moment, if you would, to another psalm. Go with me, if you would, to Psalm 47. There's much, as I've already said, this past Wednesday we were over in the Psalms and we looked at Psalm 146 all the way to 150 for a few moments and saw that as the Psalm comes to a close, each of those deals with the subject matter of praise. As you go over to Psalm 47, the Bible says, Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. For the Lord Most High is terrible. He is a great king over all the earth. He shall subdue the people under us and the nations under our feet. He shall choose our inheritance for us, the excellency of Jacob, whom he loved, Selah. God has gone up without with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. I love verse number six. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises unto our king. Sing praises. Do you think about this subject matter of praising the Lord? And you make your way back to Psalm 92 for just a few moments. I want to draw your attention to a couple of things as we consider this subject matter of it being a good thing to give thanks. I don't know, if we're all being honest, I don't know that we truly thank and praise the Lord enough. I know I don't. I, I, I have a problem, no doubt, many of my days just going on and just living my days. And uh, there, there's a struggle sometimes in stopping and just saying, you know what, I'm going to take some time. And just for a few moments, I'm going to thank the Lord for who He is in my life. I'm going to reflect on all that He's done in my life. And I'm going to thank Him for each of those one situations when I've seen that unseen hand within my life. I'm going to pause for a few moments and just reflect on the goodness of God and the mercy of God and the grace of God and the, the moments where His power prevailed and the moments when he answered that prayer request, maybe not the way I thought it would, but in the way that he knew it needed to be answered and just reflect. I know I don't. Maybe you do. Maybe you are great about every single day praising the Lord multiple times throughout the day and thanking him all throughout the day and you don't miss an opportunity. But I know for me, I miss those opportunities sometimes. And as I'm looking at this verse right here, it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. As I look at verse number one, I see this reminder in the sense of doing it often. And there's always, as you think about for praising the Lord, there's four things we see in this psalm right here in which we consider. Number one, our motive for praising the Lord. Our motive for praising the Lord. Notice what he goes on to say in verse number one. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Our, our motive is the Lord himself. It's not because of the stuff that he does. You see, even if God didn't do another good thing for you, he's still worthy of all praise. He sent his son to die on a cross. As I was thinking, I was listening to a song this evening. I found another song that, that I've truly fallen in love with all of a sudden. As I was on my way, found it on the way to church. And we've got about a 20 minute ride. And if you know me, when I find a new song that I love, it will be played over the next three weeks over and over and over. And I just wear it out. Miss Kelly can't stand it because I'll listen to the same song over and over because I want to, I want to really just, I want to know it. 
And as I was listening to the song, it just really was dealing with the, 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 the precious blood of Jesus and the gospel and how it's, it's because of all of that. And I began to think about my own testimony in my life and I began to realize within the testimony of my testimony of what God has done in my life that it is a good thing. And I want to remind you the motive is not anything that he's done for us outside of salvation. It's just simply because of who he is. The Lord. Our motive, you know, I ask you this question. I remember hearing this question posed about a year or two ago. I can't remember the exact time, but the question was asked, is is God enough? Is God enough? Take away all of the stuff. Take away all of the activities. And take away all of the functions. Take away all of the, 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 the ways in which the Lord blesses in this way where he does this for us. But is he alone enough for you? You see, if God were to not bless you another day in your life and he were just simply to save you, is that enough for you to go on each and every single day and just say, Lord, you're still worthy? Lord, thank you. Lord, you didn't answer this prayer request the way I thought it would, but Lord, you're still worthy. Lord, I haven't received this blessing in quite a while, but Lord, you're still worthy. Lord, I haven't been able to see your hand in this in a while, but Lord, you're still worthy. Is God alone enough for you to praise? I believe he ought to be. But the testimony of many of our lives is we don't praise him until he does something for us, right? Until we see the Lord bless us in a certain way, we're not going to praise him because, you know, I mean, to God be the glory, we sing it every single Sunday and every single Wednesday, but there's some Sundays where we just can't find something to praise the Lord for. There are some Wednesdays where we walk in and we're singing that, that song, Hymn 52, and we're singing to God be the glory, and we're, we're sitting there and we're mumbling on our own bed. Oh, if you had the week I had, you wouldn't be singing to God be the glory. No, 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 no. Is God alone worthy of just enough of the praise that we have to offer? It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Notice with me, number two, not only our motive, but also our manner in which we praise the Lord. As you were just looking in Psalm 47 just a few moments ago, you see it starts out, oh, clap your hands. You think about the testimonies and many of the ways in which we testify of the Lord. You think about in certain meetings or certain testimonies that we've heard. Two weeks ago, I was preaching and, and was sharing with you that there was a young lady who had been praying for her grandfather, and there was a, a grandmother who had been trying to get her husband to come to church, and there was a revival meeting that he was sitting in, and it was going on. And the very last night of that revival meeting, if you remember, the young lady began to stand up, very front, first or second row, and began to testify of the Lord's goodness in her own life. In each of the revival services, her grandfather, who was unsaved, was sitting in the back seat. All the way in the back of the auditorium. And all of a sudden, she began to hear people clapping and testifying. Why? Because that man was walking down the aisle and got gloriously saved. You see, there's so many ways in which we testify and thank and praise the Lord. Notice what the Bible says in these verses. It says in verse number two, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night upon an instrument of ten strings, upon the psaltery, upon the harp with a solemn sound. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in the work of thy hands. O Lord, how great are thy works and thy thoughts are very deep. As you think about that testifying in verse number three, it's speaking of an instrument. You think about testimony through song as we heard this this morning the testimony of scripture tonight at the end of the service you're going to hear another song testifying of the goodness of God and praising the Lord through song you think about with our lips and how we testify sometimes and here in a few moments you're going to be given an opportunity to to say something about what the Lord has done in your life and testify of his goodness or thank him for your salvation whatever the case might be but the manner in which we do so is not for us to be seen 
As a matter of fact, if you ever share a testimony and you want people to come and shake your hand and say, oh, what a testimony, you're doing it all for the wrong reason. Because your testimony is not about you. And the moment you try to rob God of his glory and the testimony of your life, you've got it all wrong. It's not about you. It's all about the Lord. The manner of our testimony as we testify of God's goodness is what he has done. Notice what he says in verse number four. For thou, Lord, there it is. Nothing we've done for thou, Lord, has made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in the works of thy hands. O Lord, how great are thy works and thy thoughts. Verse number eight. But thou, Lord, art most high forevermore. Notice with me, number three, our message for praise. Our message for praise, as he says right here in verse number four, for thou, Lord, there it is, as he's pointing all glory to the Lord. Hey, someone asks you, hey, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me about your background. Tell me about your salvation. Tell me about your testimony. You begin to share, and it's always to point them to Jesus and what he has done in your life. Because we are nothing, and we have done nothing apart from what Jesus has done in our lives. And so as you think about this testifying right here, for thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in the work of thy hands. He goes on in verse number five. Oh, Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. So as the psalmist here is testifying, As you notice that word die, that word die is always pointing everything to God. It's not anything that he has done. As a matter of fact, the only time that he says that is speaking personally to himself is when he says, I will triumph in the work of thy hands. And so the entire testifying of verse four and five is pointing all glory to God. The message is look to him in Psalm 19. You go to Psalm 19 and you look at Psalm 19. The testimony of Psalm 19 is whenever he begins to testify of the, the, the works of creation. And he begins to declare the, the beauty of the heavens and the earth and all of that. And all of it is to point us as we're thinking about that to look at what God has done. You see, the testimony that you are sharing and the message behind it ought to be, don't look at me. Oh, I hope you don't see Josh Farmer when I share my testimony. I hope you see God. I hope you don't see whatever your name is. Put your name in. I hope we don't see you. I hope we look to God and what he has done. So he says, for thou, Lord, thy work, thy hands, thy works, thy thoughts, but thou, Lord, are most high forevermore. And then finally, we see the manifestation of praise. The manifestation of praise, you think about verse number 12, the Bible says, the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. He, those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. Shall she be fat and flourishing to show that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. You see, when we begin to testify of the Lord, we remind ourselves that the Christian life is not to be limped through, but we are to flourish through that. When you're constantly reflecting on the Lord and you're constantly acknowledging him, when you're constantly looking to him, it's much easier to flourish. In our Sunday school hour this morning, we were talking about our personal relationship with the Lord. And we've asked ourselves the question, what are we feeding? And I ask you that question, what are you feeding? You see, every single day you're given an opportunity to either feed the flesh or to feed the spirit. It's a decision you have to make. It's a decision I have to make. As you go through life and you begin to feed the flesh, you'll find that you are much weaker. You don't feel right. Your days are long. Your discouragement is always present. Your depression keeps coming back. Your weakness is always there reminding you that you just have to to go another day and you don't want to. But when you're feeding the Spirit, it's as though the Lord is constantly reminding you, hey, don't operate in your own flesh. Operate in me. Allow me to abide in you and to be used. And so as you think about praising the Lord, 
This evening, I want to encourage you that it is a good thing. But there is a motive behind it, and it ought to be God. There is a manner in which we do that. As you think about that, there is a message in which you're trying to convey. The message is look to God. You know, there's someone right here this evening, no doubt in my mind. And you think about a testimony. What is the purpose of a testimony? The purpose of a testimony is to glorify God. It's to point everyone to look to the Lord. Man, look at what God has done. Look at how wonderful God is. Look at how, how much of a, a, a God that loves us and has done all of this. Look at how worthy he is. It's all about him. So you're pointing people to him. The motive is him. As you think about the manner, it's, it's in the way that you do it. It's not about you. It's all about him. The message is pointing others to. And then all of a sudden, the manifestation is that encouragement to flourish. There's someone here, no doubt in my mind, that may be discouraged. And you're saying, oh, it's just a testimony time. There have been many times when I've been sitting in a, a service, I've been having a conversation with someone, I've seen something posted or whatever the case might be, and I might be in that season. And I'm thinking, man, how, how, how am I, how am I going to get through this season? Lord, what, what, what do you have for me? And all of a sudden, I'm reminded by the testimony of someone else that God is still faithful. God's able. And so I want to encourage you tonight as we share some testimonies, uh, let's make sure that it's all about him. Because if you're sharing a testimony to glorify self, you've missed the purpose of it. Lord, we do thank you tonight. Lord, I pray that you would help us this evening. Lord, that you'd be honored and glorified in everything. Lord, I pray that our motive would always be you in all matters of our lives. Lord, I pray that the manner in which we go about testifying, Lord, would not be that people see us. But Lord, they'd see you. Lord, that the message would point people to you. And Lord, the manifestation would be once again praising you. Lord, it is a good thing. We see that all through Scripture. And so, Lord, I pray tonight, Lord, that you would use this time of testimonies, and we'll thank you for it. For it's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.